Let's go. Fuck with us. Hey, welcome to the patch. <laughs> Brought to you today by Audible and Trunk Club. Now with a slightly different cast. Yeah. Hey. Hey, say now hi, with, everybody. Now with one fourth of the cast with a bunch of chips in her mouth. Yes. Uh, I'm Kojima. Kojima. <laughs> Kojima. I'm, I'm Meg Turney. I'm Ryan Haywood. I don't know who Kojima is. What? You don't know who Kojima. Kojima is. I don't know who. Walk he is. away. I don't. I don't know what. He's so he, he is responsible Gear. for Metal Gear Solid. And now mm-hmm. a game called Death Stranding, which who the fuck knows what that's about? Norman except Reedus. It's naked Norman Reedus. Naked Norman Reedus, Reedus and a baby game, and some the oil. vehicle. There needed to be a vehicle for naked Norman Reedus, and so they made this game. They found it. Yes. They found the vehicle. Uh, yes. That game is going to be the most Kojima-ass game ever. He also said it's going to be a... What do you mean it's going to be the most Kojima-ass game ever? You, you, you know nothing okay, about it. It's a man on a beach. Wait, wait, wait. Can it's we a, say it's going to be a Kojima-ass game? Like It's just like a game about asses. Actually, little known fact, he actually the entire body is Norman Reedus, but the Ass is Kojima. <laughs> have you ever, it's just him, like, smiling. Have you ever played Metal Gear Solid uh, Ground Zeroes? Yes. There's that one Easter egg where you Wait, go through. It's, it's, it's like it's the short one, the prequel that's to the Phantom pre Pain. five, yeah. So there's one Easter egg where I don't even know if it's an Easter egg, but you're playing the, the level and it's like you have to save VIP and it's like a you know, 20, oh, 30 yeah. minute level. And you save the VIP and you get him into the helicopter and like the camera pans over and it's Kojima. Yeah. It's like, yes. How many iter- iterations of Metal Gear Solid have there been? Uh, well, there was five, five primary games primary and there was also Ground Zeroes and I'm sure there's a, a there bevy like, like, of uh, smaller titles. Like there was uh, the, 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 the portable ones. Sure. When yeah. did they start? Uh, 1972. No, they're like really. They're oh, like I'm sorry. There was one on NES as well. It was carved into tablets. But Metal Gear Solid was like 99. Were you sure? It was on PS1. I played I five. Five and was good. Zeros. Like two, four, and five were all my jams. I did not get the chance to play three because three was on uh, PS2 and I didn't have one of those. Are there any <laughs> other IPs that he's worked on? Is it just Metal Gear Solid? You know, I bet he's got. He has you know, to have, right? He's one of those people. But he's so associated. Behind. Like, that's what I, I he's think, known for. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think PT if, if he, was his creation. Yes. Okay, right. PT. All right. Uh-huh. Okay. You got to speak to the masses. You got to know how right. to talk to Joel. And that's, right. And that's why he's now... That's why he's not working on Death Stranding because he like he's like, come on, Norman Reedus, and let's go. And that's why there was all those rumors about that being the, the, the right. right. And Guillermo del Toro, who was also working on PT, said he was totally down to work with him again. So we're hoping he's going to join Death Stranding or is already part of it, and they just haven't announced it yet. Do do we want Death Stranding to be an iteration like to be? We involved? want PT. Or, or we, we Silent do, Hills. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, we right. want that. that, that How we, many, that's what we want. I can't imagine that Death Stranding is going to be a, like a, a psychological horror game like PT. No, was. I'm sure it won't be a Silent Hills. After PT, I don't think I can ever like. I never want to see a sink again. Uh, yeah, I, I never. Just, want, I don't, I don't I never want to try to open a bathroom door again. When she comes and shuts the door, I was like, I'm done now. <laughs> I yeah. cannot anymore. And in that trailer, I didn't see any sinks or doors. So I have lost the ability. I'm, to I'm even. hoping there Guys. was oil, like oily stuff. That there was oil, from the sink. and that's why people are like, because there was black stuff. Yeah, the black first stuff. game he worked on was Penguin Adventure. How was that? Okay, wait, but he was like a, an employee, right, at Konami, and that was when people would tell, they would tease him, they were like really mean to him when he was a kid, and he worked there, and they'd say, um, he said in an interview, they would come up and be like, why don't you do one useful thing before you die? Oh, and that's oh, why God. he started working Harsh. on Metal Gear. The, yeah, it says here, this is, I'm quoting from the, the Wikipedia, <laughs> right, really? at one point Kojima considered leaving the company, but he hung on. Uh, his gameplay ideas were often overlooked initially due to his lack of familiarity with programming he was repeatedly snubbed for his failures. He's an ideas <laughs> man. He was, apparently. Uh, yeah, he worked on Penguin Adventure, uh, Antarctic Adventure. He, he, he's, he's got loves, a real theme. He loves the snow he's got a theme there. Uh, and somehow he then graduated to Metal Gear. All right. Well, there you go. There, there well, you that's go. That's the whole history, and people love him. Oh, well, here's, and see, here's, they see him. They see him everywhere. Antarctic Adventure was the sequel to Penguin Adventure, and it added more action game elements, a greater variety of levels, RPG elements. Now, how many Antarctic I kind of want to see what this game looks like. This is what launched Kojima. How many fetuses were in Penguin there was, Adventure? Uh, it says here there were seven fetuses. Fetai. Fetai. No, I mean, if you're another developer at Kojima... You know, and he's like, Konami, listen, I have, you're in a hallway. Konami. Oh, my Konami, God. sorry. I don't <laughs> Not know. Not you. Konami. You. And you go. Stop saying Konami. Through a hallway. Ubisoft. But you never leave the hallway. And then a lamp falls on you. And then there's a fetus. If someone pitched that to me as a video game idea, I would probably be like, I'm not sure. I'm not yeah, sure. Not like the hang. Binding of Isaac. Isn't that like a fetus game? That's also a fetus game. It, it is a, a fetus, fetus game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess it is. It's very heavy it's in feti. Feti game. Oh, there's also sort of like Super Meat Boy has some sort of feti. This just has slapping meat. Well, it's no, no Super but Meat Boy is, the, is, a, is the, a man with no skin. 
Well, Dr. Fetus. Well, he's a cube with your right. skin. Dude, Dr. Right, you're but right. Dr. Fetus is, is the yeah. bad guy. Sorry, you you're totally absolutely right. The villain. Thank is, you. I mean, it's all about the meat and the, the girl not Bandage meat. girl. Right. The covered meat. Right. But Dr. Fetus. Evil but Dr. Fetus. Evil, evil doctor. You're right. So that's the history of feti in gaming. Yeah, feti in gaming. Well, so we were going to talk about what, so, what we decided we were going to talk about before we got here, which was E3, right? Like what we saw at yeah, E3. Yeah, yes. how many we're fetuses all, did you see at E3? A couple. A seven, couple. to be precise. Oh, wow, seven feti? Yeah, it's crazy. So uh, that was my first E3. It was mm. me too. You too. And Did yeah. you enjoy no, the inside of the studio, <laughs> dude? Yeah, it was. I was there pretty much all day. Yeah. We, got, we got a couple hours at the uh, like uh, Tuesday, Wednesday. We had a couple hours, and then the show floor closed on at five on on Thursday. So I had an hour um, to go kind of explore. I didn't get a chance to play anything because goddamn, are the lines crazy? Yeah, at they E3. were really long. Um, but I did get to peek over some shoulders and, and see the stuff I'm interested in, and like. To be honest, I, there were so many games that got announced at E3. Like I was happy just to see those, and like see, we had a lot of developers come in and bring mm-hmm. the games in, and we got to see uh, gameplay and them talking about it, and like look at a I, lot I, of information I, fed to us. I go through a thing every like year with E3 or a thing like that where it's like the post E3 sadness, where it's like look at all this stuff, look at all this stuff, and then you get home and you can't play any of it. Yeah, yeah. you can't really. touch it, and, and it's and it's frustrating, and and it's like I know I'm lazy as a human being, like I know I'm already lazy, like I'm already lazy not to like search Google for the fact that like Civ, I'm really looking forward to Civ. Mm-hmm. Don't think it's coming out on Mac or console. Think the release date for this year is just PC, but too lazy to Google it and also too lazy to even ask the guy who's sitting right across <laughs> the table from me yep. at that moment, which I could have asked him. Yep. Too lazy to ask him. He was right there. He was right there, and I didn't ask him. When can I play it on my Mac? And, um, and then I, he would laugh at you. He would laugh yeah, at he'd me. be like, why? <laughs> he would walk away. It's, aw- it's awful, and it's like, that's the sad truth, right? It's because I already knew the answer, right? right. It's probably no. Yes, no. And, it turns and out he doesn't want to hear that. Teddy Roosevelt will not go to a Mac. He refuses. Uh, he's really the stick in the mud that's I stopping might buy. I might go out and buy a PC for that game. There you go. I I do. I've been wanting you to buy a PC for. I'll be build it. Yeah, yeah. You've been really pressuring me for a long time. Like you really, really. <laughs> I don't know why at this point. I forget my original peer pressure. I forget my original yeah, motivation, but I want yep. you to get a fucking PC. Do it. I, I have a question for. I've never been on the show. I have a question for all patch viewers and all those people who are PC people. Are you? Is this? Are you still in that stage where we were in the mid '90s, where you go and you build a computer, and then a game comes out, and then oh, guess what? You have to upgrade your video card. Okay. Is that still a thing? Yes and no. <laughs> like video cards definitely still have a very short shelf life, but much longer than they used to. And and actually, like games like Assassin's Creed will come out and be like, you can have a GTX 680 and run yeah. this. You know what I mean? Like they they last for a lot lot longer. If you're like not. So like you can get a couple like two to three years out of a high end graphics card, and then you can stretch that even longer if you're like willing to compromise. Like all right, I have to drop See, from high to medium. Two right. kinds exactly. of people on this planet. Okay, there are normal people, mm-hmm. and then there are people who owning PCs in the '90s don't have the ability to put the slider bar all the way to a hundred percent on every graphical setting. Then just want to refuse gaming. Like it has to. I have to have everything at one hundred percent. I don't want to. Don't want to do it. Here's, no, I understand that, but it. again, you can do that. You can get away with it on yeah. the highest setting. Get yourself a ten eighty, and then just you'll sit there for a couple years. Yeah. I think. Just you every might, time, maybe some hair works that'll get you. Every time stuff gets better, you just buy yourself a smaller resolution <laughs> monitor. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Right. Right. you that, just that keep, keep running it. Okay, no problem. Like, yeah. Okay. Well, and like a good it's, thing is like my my thing. My mom was playing on a six. I think that was like a six eighty was in my mind or whatever. It was a 600 series. Um, and I want to upgrade my card, and my card's a 980. And she was like, can I have your card? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> go for it. Like, they can, they still, like, a 980 can still play a, a hell of a lot. So what are the so. what are the bottom? Are the bottom, like, still the same? It's still, like, video card and then processing power, like, on your chip? Like processing those power is sort yeah. of, like, CPUs have not really... Years. So you, Intel's gotten so real that's, that's the thing. Because like, changing a video card is easier than changing a motherboard. Uh, so, yes. so totally. Like, nowadays, you can buy a gaming PC... And you can like leave your CPU and your RAM and your motherboard and everything just sitting there for like at least five to six years while you're just like as long as you buy a good one and then you can just swap out your graphics card like once in that time period. Mm-hmm. So like for me, I've had the same computer for like five years now and it's just like I I've popped in two new graphics cards. And what operating system are you using? Windows 10 because it like forced me to upgrade. And it was like ah oh, push the X to not upgrade. It twist your arm. It was upgraded. That's the, it. Feels like everyone who are on Windows 10 got tricked into it. 
But like it's cool. Cool. I upgraded. I, 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 I do I like need Windows to 10. Upgrade I was, willingly because it's free for like the next yeah. few months That's, or yeah, something. I was now. absolutely yeah. going to upgrade. I just hadn't taken the time to do it and mm-hmm. just did it for me. So I'm fuck on it. seven still. Yeah. <laughs> and all this. Well, that's okay. Eight is best. Well, that's forgotten. why. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I specifically didn't get eight. I uh, and I actually now that I'm changing out my graphics card, I'm like I always meant to upgrade my RAM. So this is the time when I finally pop open. I have like a beast case that's ridiculous to try and open. I can't move myself. So RAM is still a separate thing. <clears throat> yes. Or you no, can they still haven't built buy... it into the chip yet. No. Right. Wow, you can still okay. buy sticks of RAM. You can still buy sticks of RAM. Yeah. It's I love how blown cheap, away too. you are by this. I, I'm blown wow. I'm like in a time capsule because it's like I knew everything until mm. like 1998. All, and then all like, the components yeah. to a computer are still the same. Yeah, they're well, still the same. Okay. So the new hotness really seems to be uh, the PCIe hard drives. Yes. There's Which, so the like so- SSDs. Solvable? Well, it's just no, that it's, it's just, an it's SSD that's bus. directly connected or more directly connected to the bus of the motherboard, so you get much faster data access. Uh, okay. All right. Got to have a big bus. So, yeah, you got to have a nice huge bus. Yeah, yes. wide bus. open bus. Big, wide open bus. You all want right. to take all comers in that bus. And that works okay. <laughs> Let's back Simultaneously. It up. Back it up, Dad, with no, your you need bank lots bus of room theory in the bus. So none of you have any horror stories recently in the past couple of years PC oriented, where it's like I have to change a component so, and it causes you a problem. Here's your horror story. Like I have a friend that I got into PC gaming because he was very reluctant because he didn't want to build his computer. Like even a lot of people don't, and it was just like he has bad luck with everything. So he went through like two motherboards and two power supplies and at least one graphics card swap before he he stopped getting dead dead on arrival parts. Is your friend named Joel? <laughs> uh huh. Uh, yeah, it's just like there are there are definitely those cases, but there there are those cases with, with any hardware you buy. My horror story would be uh, Gavin and I built my computer together, and there was a big thing on it saying "Do not plug USB two into USB 3, like in these like big letters, and we're like, "Do not plug USB Where two is the three. U? It was like a different connector well, or whatever. Just for, like, like the front on panel? the yeah. you know, like on the board itself. Yeah, on the board okay. itself. Okay. So we're like. Okay, we're being so careful. Where the hell? I don't see the difference. Why? I only see, I think we're only looking, we only saw USB 3. I'm like, where's the USB 2 one so we know not to plug it in there? We look for 45 minutes before Googling it. There's not even a USB 2 connector on the motherboard. Why is the fucking warning there? That's really freaky. If there's no way to do I it. I don't even like the idea that there's a, that, uh, that knowledge saying that like a USB port isn't universal. Oh. If I die and I go to heaven and the gate isn't a USB port, I'll <laughs> put that. it in I'll upside down. And then you'll flip it, you. and then it'll have been right the first time, of course. <laughs> Everything. I'll, should... I'll, I'll alleviate that. I'll build your computer yeah. for you. If you buy, if you want to, if you want to put it together, I will put a parts list Go together. To I'll logical take your increments. credit card. I'll buy it for you. I and I'll build it for I you. I had this conversation increments? twenty years ago with friends of mine. Don't worry. Blah, blah, blah. I, I, I just did it for Marcus. Is the, a is the water cooling system still a thing? They're like, so I easy mean, now. Yes, no, they're, they're so I mean, easy now. Are you that guy? What yeah, is this? What no, is this no, no, that's no, weird, no, right? No, no, good no, no, now. no, They're no. great now. Yeah, Remember yeah, we saw the one now. that was like blood at E3? And we that were one like, was super cool. Come on. Okay. Tone yeah. it, it down, all over, so They have these self-contained units that's just like, I use a Corsair HX100i, I believe. And it's literally like stick it on the top of the computer, put the fans on it, put it on the CPU, and it's just like self-contained unit, closed loop. There's not going to be any leakage. Unless you like water. Have, you don't have to cut But does it glow or anything? Because I feel like if I'm going to do water-cooled, I'm going to do something loop, cool. It doesn't have LEDs. Blood, it's not a Christmas want... tree. Not everything is <laughs> like, for flash, all right? It Some is. things are for If it's water-cooled, it's for flash. No, this is, if it's water-cooled, it's for overcooled. There, no. there, uh, yeah. there are these mineral oil coolers now where you Ooh. just like take your computer and put it in this like bathtub <laughs> of mineral oil. It's fucking cool, man. Can I make it, it like aromatherapy? Yeah, it's yeah, smelling like great. Lavender. It's like bath salt. <laughs> you know, and you're, you're blowing my mind right now. Yeah. I, just, I can't. Stick a computer in a bath. Liquid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just straight in there. Just keep it real fucking type cold. Liquid. Um, we be... actually, when we built ours as well, there's always that moment where you're going to plug it in for the first time. Uh-huh. And I plugged it into the outlet and we pushed the button and nothing happened. And I was like, oh. Silly me, I forgot to turn on the back. And I like flipped the switch and then we pushed the button and nothing happened. No no alarms, but just nothing. And then I thought, and we were both like looking at each other, like, what do you think we screwed up? And then I was like, oh yeah, this outlet is dead. And then we put it into the next outlet and it, it worked immediately, like first time. That, that and it was like, feeling of, thank God yeah. my house is broken yeah, and not, oh, the not, PC. not the PC. I mean, like the whole oh. house is. No. Yeah. My that crappy is, apartment had an, a, a few broken outlets. That so. is the panic moment of any PC at building. Least no, at first. I mean, yep. I feel like I've built enough now where I'm just like, oh, I didn't like. Like fastened down. Well, the yeah, but 
you have to go down the list. Uh, it's like, did I not turn on the switch in uh, the back? Did I not plug in the cable all the way? Did I not connect eh. the power button to the motherboard? Did the motherboard? It's the, the, the worst the is that when you, you go through that checklist, and yeah. then it's like, oh fuck, my CPU's dead. It's like, ah, look at this bent pin someone bent. Yo, <laughs> God, that was the the scariest part for me. Was like, okay, take this now, put it on. Don't put it on too hard. Are you putting it on too hard? Like closing the thing. <laughs> closing the oh, thing. The first time I ever feels me. The first time I ever closed the latch. Really push it, and I was like, actually had a loft at the time in my apartment and Gavin was in the loft like observing all the things that I was doing and giving me advice and I'm like he's like don't push it too hard what are you doing and I was like it's not going he's like you got it wrong I'm like it's in there exactly <laughs> right it was so nerve wracking yeah. it's like the, putting a human in the stock it, does, like, that, it, it doesn't like <sighs> yeah. noise is, oh, man but yeah well, you'll get over it so it you should fun. all build PCs and have fun with them it is it actually a lot was of cool games. a cool learning experience I get a, I get a lot of troubleshooting uh, experience because uh, not to out my mother in law or anything, but somehow she touches computers and they blow up. Mm. Uh, last time she extended it, you know, handled one of our computers for any extended amount of time. Uh, when she left, it stopped working, and I literally found a hole burned through the CPU. Is it all the porn she's looking at, right? I mean, is I don't know what porn she's, she thinks is she's That is impressive. Just, I, uh, I have never seen a hardware failure like it before. That's pretty cool, actually. So, working at Best Buy, I yeah. worked in Geek Squad, so I got to see a lot oh, of that God. shit. I've seen, like, dead cockroaches burned onto oh, a motherboard. Oh, God. I've seen, like, people put on their own thermal paste, and, like, oh. they don't use a little, like, piece of rice. They use, like, a quarter size, because that's enough. And then you just see it all spilled over. Oh. Man, I've seen some fucking horror stories. How, many, how much nicotine have you had to clean out of it? Uh, I don't generally touch those, because, like, yellow computers are fucking disgusting. It's yeah. Back when I was poor, I bought a refurbished TiVo. And it's act funny and it didn't work correctly. And one day I said, I'm going to open it up and see what's going on. And there was like melted white uh, stuff just every. Mm. And I don't know what the explanation for the white melted stuff could be. I bet. I mean, well, let's go back to the porn theory. <laughs> Somebody was like, I'm going to sell mine refurbished, but first I'm going to chisel it. That's, yeah, that's disturbing. Not what, what now you handled it. We're totally this off is, topic. That's, no, this, that's why this is gaming. No, this this is, is, no you're this right. Is we're, I was, we're talking about E3, and now we're, we're not right, there yeah. anymore. I mean, so did you guys see anything at E3? Well, this one drug me to watch Move or Die like or one. play Move or Die like this seven one, times. This one, that's me. This one, that's this one, Meg Turner. Hashtag feminism. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, move, we played Move or Die a bunch. It was really fun. Uh-huh. Um, I got to play some of the game modes we didn't get to play yesterday. Which one? Um, there was like a one that's called. Equilibrium is it? Is it something like that? Or Good movie. Anyway, uh, it's like where you jump on like certain tiles turn bad and you can't stand on those tiles and they all light up. Huh. And then you move to like a safe tile. And then there was we played the Falling Bricks one just a little bit. So there was two of them I think that were new hat to E three. Was really fun. Yeah, yeah. I liked was, Hat Chase. I think God Gun and um, the basketball yeah, hoops. Yeah, I think those, of were, those were in the ones we played yesterday. They weren't available to us. Uh, yeah, I don't know that they're in the the core game yet. That was yeah. he was kind of demoing it, and I, I did find an interesting loophole in hoops. Where yeah, I- <laughs> he was like, "Oh shit, we need to fix hoops because it was a thing where Move or Die is a game where it's an indie game. It's out. They've played it for Achievement Hunter, mm-hmm. um, but it was on the floor at the Indiecade booth. And basically, you play these little things that you have a life meter bar, and it only recharges when you're moving on the ground. So jumping doesn't recharge it, and there's nothing else you can do that recharges it. You have to keep moving all the time, and it goes really quickly. So you have to keep moving or you'll die." hence the name. Um, but then you play all these different game modes and one of them was called Hoops and it was you had to run and grab a basketball. It's like four player PVP and you'd grab a basketball and shoot it at a basketball hoop. But Ryan found this loophole where he'd shoot it and then catch it and reshoot it. So he got like 15 They were, like the maps hoops. are dynamic. So it was just would, would place the hoops in, in various places and in this one particular instance it placed it in a very small contained area. So to score you just you can either shoot it or you can just dunk it. I would dunk it and then it would just fall there's a little circle around the basket that is how far you need to go away before you can score again. But it was just all in that little box. So I'd dunk it, land under it, catch the ball, go right out of the circle and just dunk it again and just it now you can fit in there. Yeah, this is oh, part of is. this part of this was the fact that people were not coming in and doing any kind of defense right. cuz if you would just walk up to me you could have just slapped it out of my hand. But no one came over to where I, I was. I like the hot potato game type. Yeah, like mm-hmm. the pass the bar bomb yeah. tag. It was really fun. Chainsaw back we played. Um, Stomp. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my favorite type, well, Gavin really loves cleanup for some reason. That was like his favorite type. I think mine is bomb tag. But again, one of the things that I thought didn't work at E3, um, but I was surprised to still in the game, is ghosts. 
so like everybody's invisible whenever they're moving made some game types completely impossible. Really? Like yeah. So they have these things called mutators. So you can choose to use them or not. We ended up just turning them off at some mm -hmm. point. Um, but one of the mutators is ghost. So anytime someone's moving, that player is invisible. So then for like bomb oh, tag, oh, that, okay. that the the players were all invisible. For like falling bricks, you had no idea where you were. So you die just like immediately. You to, yeah, yeah. I guess feet. you don't have your own screen. It's all one yeah. screen. So you just have to kind of assume. You can see the, the you little can see, like, your tracks little, like, on the ground. Dirt trail, okay. but yeah. it was not enough to make the game playable. It's it's hard to do, but it's you know, I'd say it's playable. Uh, I don't I'm going to read this real quick. Hold on. <laughs> uh, this episode of The Patch is brought to you by Audible.com. Audible.com is the leading provider of audiobooks with more than 250,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. Audiobooks are great to listen to when you're driving, which is what I do, uh, doing chores, or at the gym. For our audience members, Audible is offering a free 30-day trial. Go to audible.com slash patch and browse the over 250,000 audio programs. Download a free title and start listening. It's that easy. Uh, so right, uh, most recently I've been listening to uh, It's the Name of the Wind by Patrick Rothfuss. It's a great series. Unfortunately, he hasn't finished it yet. So there's only two books out of the trilogy available, but they're really, really good. So I, I highly recommend them. Uh, but uh, if you go now, you can get a free 30-day trial at audible.com slash patch. That's audible.com slash patch. I like that you said driving, which I do, or doing chores or working out, which I clearly don't do. I mean, I like to say I work out, but I sometimes You're a robot gym? don't. I go to the robot <laughs> gym, but the robot... And I what's the name bad. of the series? It's uh, it's the name... It's the King Killer Chronicles is the name of the trilogy. Uh -huh. Of course it is. What? Nerd. It's really time, good. Every time you talk about reading book, you're like, it's like the Dragon Tales. Look, this. It's Ch Sir Chessmaster and his chess I friends. Patrick Rothfuss. Look now. it up. Name of the Wind. Very good. He's all about his fantasy books. Do you have any, any sci-fi recommendations? Uh, I I listened to uh, actually a lot of the Honor Harrington series. Uh, it's all right. All right. Well, I'm not gonna go. What far about some right. Dresden Files? Dresden Files, great. Okay. Have you ever done Dresden Files? Those are good. I'll have to, it I seems can't believe like you I, work at Achievement Hunter. I know. I know. It's, it's weird, <laughs> yeah, I don't right? know how he slipped in. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Uh, now I have to think about sci-fi. I end up with a lot more fantasy <clears throat> stuff okay. on there. He loves to ride the wind. Have you had the, <laughs> so in other words, you had the experience at E3 where you're dealing with sort of a smaller developer and you're playing a game and you found mm -hmm. like a way to break the game. Yes. Yes. Now, did the, did the developer see you break the game? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah he, was, no, he, he was the one that was like, oh, we're going to fix that. Now, yeah. that has to be Which a special great. level of satisfaction that occurs. I think we there's like, only... You like, broke, broke the system. Yeah, the we broke it in front of them. I think there was only three developers for that game. Three which, developers and only two of them were there that we saw. To be Yeah, to be clear, it's a hell of a game. It's mm -hmm. great. It, ha it it's also really has cool. Twitch integration so that uh, you can play it with Twitch chat and they can control the mutators applied to you as you're playing I the game. I love when There's games implement can, Twitch integration. Yeah, Twitch yeah you can unlock stuff. It's really, really very cool. It's we a, also played fun, We Happy yeah. Few. We did. Which was really Ooh, cool. Yeah, how was that? That trailer looked okay. awesome. So the trailer for We Happy Few makes it look like a very linear, Bioshocky experience, like story-driven experience. And the first part of the demo absolutely was. Mm -hmm. It was exactly what you saw in the demo. But then it opens up to it does it's not a negative thing, it's just a different thing. It opens up to like an open world sort of thing and has like quest logs. It, you have to manage like your health and your hunger and your fatigue and all these different things. It became much more of the roguelike people had seen it and what, as before. And what did you do as soon as you got into the little health bunker? What did I oh I oh what I got okay. Do? Well, there's like a lady who committed suicide in your health she's bunker. She's like this little tiny And granny. she's like in this nice like sun hat and dress and it said you could pick her up. So I was like, "Oh, I like picked her up and I went to put her on the bed and it just like smashed her into the oh, wall." No. I was like gently trying to like I sit her in the bed and it's like just flailing in the air. <laughs> It made like this horrible crunch sound. <laughs> I didn't like craft the right suit, so everybody was mad at me uh -huh. in the open world. They so, all yelled at me and told so me to bugger off. You're, you're right. That trailer does not make that. Yeah. The trailer makes that game seem way smaller yeah. than what it is. And it's, it's like you can choose which like quests you want to do is, is and all this different stuff. Uh, are you? Is it a stealth game? What kind of game is it? So uh, far, it's sort of just like an action, like. Action RPG, maybe. I are, like are where you, I think it's going. Are you I, trying to blend? Like, are you trying to make them not know that you're off your joy or whatever it was? Well, so we at this at where we got through the demo because it's it happens the same as it happened in the Microsoft presser right. where they immediately recognize that you're off your joy. The cops come after you. You have to run, 
And then you wake up in this like safe house and you're amongst other people who are no longer taking their joy. So we don't know if we have to take down the system. Mm-hmm. I assume that's where it's going to go because why wouldn't it go that way? Okay, so you're kind of already like flagged yeah. and you're not like... Well, right. sorry, it's like I guess there's, uh, there is an accepted... Well, accepted or not. There's a, a subculture of people that exist in that world that are not on joy. Uh, and yeah, it's Meg forgot or didn't uh, have the right clothes. So I, I, I tried it and, and crafted the bratty suit yeah. and went up above ground and then it doesn't improve the the te- the conversational options because basically they have two modes apparently angry at you for being one like of the me. fancy pants yeah or just batshit crazy mm. uh so they were just they would just rave and just scream random do you have the option me. to just conform and take your joy and then just like there is an option yeah. to take your joy at the beginning and i want to know what ha- I, I didn't because i wanted to keep going Maybe but i don't like know what happened like could you like, yeah Ends right there. Yeah. It's back like on it. The shadow complex ending where you can get back in the Jeep and like drive away and leave the girl <laughs> to like the dudes. Or like Far Cry where he's like, don't leave. And then you, you don't you leave. Just, yeah. yeah. So, um, but there's also a joy meter. Completely, <laughs> yeah. they should have that gameplay. This movie, it reminds me of a Stanley Kubrick movie. It kind of oh, reminds yeah. me of like kind of. Orange a little bit. Mm. Oh, very. Yeah. Uh, there was actually though. Once you got loose, there's still a joy meter in your stats. So mm-hmm. at some point, I assume you might be able to re-imbibe. Maybe that's like the way you're blending in. So you like you take your joy, but somehow like when someone's still... watching or something to be like, see, I'm totally like you guys. And yeah. You take the joy, yeah. and then you're trying not to take too much where you forget what's happening. I mean, it would be interesting, too, if you started taking, like, joy and then it sort of changed the inputs on your UI. Well, that, that's so what yeah. you can't trust like, it. Or even the world. It's supposed to change, yeah. yeah, the environment. Like, the pinata that's, goes that's exactly, from the pinata to the dead rat. I've always wanted that video game where it was, like, based on the Max, where it's, like, mm-hmm. you're fighting, like, all these hordes of zombies or whatever, and then, like, you wake up and you realize... You're at a mall and you just killed like seventy people, <laughs> and then you have this game dynamic where it's like, oh, now what? Now what happens? You know, I feel like games have done that. But I cannot think of the example. Um, well, there's, uh, oh God, what is that? It's something the line. Spec ops. Oh, the line. spec ops the line where it's like, oh, that's where it's like, I did the right thing. No, you're a piece of shit. shit. <laughs> like <laughs> you did the wrong. You murdered innocent people. God, yeah. That's a game that's done that. I'm. I'm just saying. It sounds like to me. Some of us here got more of an opportunity to go out and play <laughs> yeah, no, at true. three than others. Seems oh, like this side of the room. I got two pairs of socks out of you the game. You got two. only got one. Got How come no one brought back socks for us? Well, it was hard Sorry. to get those socks, we right? Trying, you know what we okay. had to go through to get yeah. the, the socks just, the last what kind of, day? What kind of socks? Um, Dead Rising socks. I mean, we're oh, not going to out the guy, but we had a whole like, secret agent thing that we had to go through to get We basically, this guy like wanted us to not be in the booth, and he was trying to be nice, and then he was trying to like, he did the thing where he's like, all right, well, let's go ask someone if you can be here. And uh, he was trying to explain to the girl, like, in a way that was like, please tell these people no, oh, yeah. right? And then, but before she could respond, the security guy next to her was like, oh, yeah, we have a bunch of those passes. They're in the back. And the guy was like, no. <laughs> That's awesome. So he gave us the passes, and he was like, "We've never met. You don't know me." Oh my like, god! He was like a total dick. So if you're watching, no, he this, was super you were nice. Dick. What? He was, he was not, not a dick. Nice. He was like, he was like, uh, yeah, just come back this way. He, he was okay, not. Let's be he honest. He was not. Okay, I will acknowledge that what he was really doing was looking for someone else to yes, let us know. But yes, he was, that is but true. He was also not being like, "Hey, you got it," and then secretly like, "Uh oh." He was like, <sighs> what is, "But what, then what he is went with, and got the pass." What is with that that sort of thing where like? You were like, hey, can you help me? And the person's like, I really don't think I can. <sighs> and then you're like, can you please help me? Like, fine. And yeah, they just do and it. I was like, like, what the fuck? They'll just like, try I went to a hotel it. and I was totally. like, hey, man, I just want the king bed because I want a bigger bed to yeah. sleep on. It's like, we don't have any left. I'm really, really sorry. It's like, I was like, is there anything you could do? He's like, all right, we got one left. Like, what the fuck? Look, this, yeah. Where was it two seconds comfort, ago? Okay. There's like, human beings have a certain point where it's like, this is how much I'm comfortable doing by myself right and this is how much you can push me to do but the thing was like we weren't doing anything we weren't supposed to do we weren't asking him to do anything he wasn't supposed to do like nothing of what we were doing was like so out of the- and we were playing their games so we could give them awards right. like it's true the, come on the the thing i noticed at e3 that, that i don't really anything. notice at, at like a, a normal convention like a pax is that you have to work for your swag. And I don't really mm-hmm. care about swag mm-hmm. that much. But there was my, uh, my girlfriend Grace was looking for a persona hat for her friend. And I was like, all right, I walked on to the guy. I'm like, hey, is there anything? How do you get one of these hats? He's like, okay, so there's a line over here. It's about 45 minutes to an hour long. And you're going to sit there and play four different demos. And then when you're through those demos and you wait in this line, then you can get the hat. I'm like, that's a lot of fucking work. Yeah. Well, in the Dead Rising socks, the only reason I got them on Wednesday was because I went over and I'm like, these are the Thursday socks I think that they're showing. Um, 
the Wednesday socks, like, the only reason I got them is because I went over and this guy was like, yeah, you got to wait in this line. We're going to give you, everybody gets to play socks, though. You, like, you play, you got to get some socks, and the line's pretty long. And I was like, yeah, my co-host is reading a real dick about his socks. And he was like, all right, here you go. And he, like, oh, slipped man. me some socks. To be clear, it was Gus. <laughs> it was Gus. Yeah. And then the best part was, like, we showed Gus our socks. He was like, mine are still cooler. And then the Thursday socks were the same socks, but a different color. And hey, he's I like, still like them, okay? All I got was the Thursday socks. And the, the Thursday socks you only got because we played, and the guy was like, because we were playing before the floor yeah. was open with our special staff badges. And, uh, and I guess the guy was like, I guess they use volunteers, like, that are, like, not people who actually work for Microsoft. So he must have thought that's who we were. So we played, and we were like, sweet game. And he was like, yeah, thanks. And we are like, and I finally was like, <laughs> So can we get some socks? And he was like, uh, yes. He was not he happy. He did not want to give up he those socks. He was not happy about getting yeah. his socks. Uh, I, I can I can accept. If you're like before the show opens and you're a stat and you're a, you have an exhibitor badge, like I went up to a booth and I was like, hey, can I play your game before the show opens? I'm like, absolutely, but you can't have any swag. I, I, I accept that. I'm not waiting in a line. I'm not standing here for four hours like people are doing. So but to, I can I can appreciate what he's to doing. rub something in Gus's face. I'll certainly be the one who says, can I have that? <laughs> right. But I. It was really interesting. We, so we went, we came over on Wednesday. We said, look, we want to play some of your games. We're giving away our E3 awards. Can we come back before the show floor, show floor opens? Because we don't have time to wait. And they were like, yeah, absolutely. So we went back. That's why I was even more like, yeah. we were told to come back at this time for yeah. that guy. Whatever. Then we were, our plan was, all right, when the show floor opens, we're going to head directly to Zelda. We're going to stand in line. Because that was like the demo everyone wanted to play. 10.04, we got to the booth, closed for the day. I wish line. I would have told you this, but... On Wednesday, I, I went there Tuesday, and I'm like, hey, can I play your game? They'll come back on Wednesday morning. So I went back on Wednesday morning, and there was an exhibitor line. And so you can get in at, like, 9.15, which the hall, the hall opens at 10, 10 o'clock. So, like, if you would have came, <gasps> yeah, but you guys had that show to host. Yeah, so well, it, was, it was, like, morning. it was conflicting. Yeah. Shift on Wednesday. So, yeah. The, I can't tell you how many times I've been to developers' offices, and they just have crap. Just swag. Everywhere. And it's like, oh, we have all this stuff left over from E3. We couldn't get rid of whatever, and... That, yeah, but know. they're holding yeah. on to it at E three. Let me tell you that yeah, much. No, wow. I'm sort of want to make sure you don't run out. <laughs> most most swag I'm over, but I like little yeah. knickknacks. Like Dishonored gave away these little like keychains that were like vials of stuff, but they lit up. Those are cool. See, I I feel the same way. Like I'm really over swag. I'm not actually going to use socks. I will use socks. I it's will gotta, take yeah, that swag. For, for me, yeah. it has got to be functional. I yeah. mean, it's got to be real yeah. functional or whatever. Because I do. I'm I'm I am culturally different from most people at the company at this point because of like my age and stuff where I'm just like get small plasticky shit away from me. Yeah, no, just get it away just from throwing me. it away. Like yeah. I feel like each day at E3 I'd come back and be like trash, 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 trash because it was just like crap that I don't want. Well, they yeah. also, like also swag has become like if you go to a swag bag at PAX it's now just like cardboard inserts of people's games. Like I don't yep. care. I don't want that. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Give me a t-shirt. That's all I want. Here's a tote that costs us four cents yeah. to make, and it's like those giant geez. fucking like six foot tall bags that they give you, man. Oh man, those were there was like two or three different people giving out the giant mm-hmm. bags. They uh, love the giant, well, because because there's such what an inst- because it? there's such an institution at Comic Con where people are actually buying collectibles and then they need a place to store them. So other conventions now are like, we want giant bags, so now they're like a thing. I mean, at least I'll give it to Persona. They actually had it. Backpack, yeah, kit, backpack. like kind of kitted out like a backpack. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's just one of those funny things too, where we're at an age where, like, definitely you can go back and look at certain items from Comic Con twenty years ago or thirty years ago that are worth a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And there are things and objects, and you keep them boxed, and it can be worth a lot of money. And um, so I just don't know if it's the thing where it's like I'm going to collect all the stuff and then have it be worth something at some point. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. It's so weird now. Like, like figurines used to be like, look at these sweet figurines. I just got an email that was like, Comic-Con exclusive pop figure. And I was like, uh, and also, okay. It seems like we're just in a wash of like There's only a million of those. And titles yep. and channels and just stuff. And it makes it so hard for any one thing to pop out. I remember being seven years old in Germany and having the argument with my mom no, the Millennium Falcon toy, we need to keep... And it disappeared in the moves. And, oh, and, and that man. would have been worth something. But there wasn't anything back then. All we had was rocks and Star Wars. That was it. There was two things. Now there's like a billion things. And it's like there's we so had many... Star Wars and we had twigs, damn it. We made fire with both of them. fire, rocks, and Star Wars. <laughs> and that was it. But and it the was, fire was used to melt the rocks to make metal toys for Star that Wars. That was it. That was it. Instead so, of plastic. 
But I, God, I don't know. And it's just sort of like you you went to Japan recently and yeah. it's just sort of mm. like I don't know if that's even a more exaggerated oh entire culture based on this fucking mecca stuff. Tiny that's life. the thing, like So there's a difference between your pop figures and like like they have they have like a few different categories. There's like little miniature collectibles like pop figures. Then there are anime figures which are kind of like statues of anime girls dressed scantily. And then there are like action figures which I'm super into like just about any kind of action figure like something you can pose. And if it's from a video game especially or a movie, I love that shit. I'll, I'll never get enough of it. Yeah, the, the coolest thing is like in, in Akihabara, you go into like stores and it's like you're like first of all, the, I can't imagine you Man. walking around them because I so was bad with like a backpack. I couldn't, I couldn't access the lower parts of the shelves because like, there's, nowhere there's to no bend. there's no room to bend. No. And I was also wearing a backpack, so I was like, oh, this oh, is I cool. Like, me I was like, Grace, look down there, see if there's anything cool. It's like, uh, see if you have like Metal Gear stuff. And, yeah, like, me with a backpack was already like, oh, oops, excuse me, oh, uh oh, and but, like I cannot imagine being you like, going through those that shops. that part of the city is like, I don't know, several miles around of just like seven to eight story tall buildings. Yeah. It's all anime and action figures and porn. Yeah, a lot and of sex shops. fucking awesome. The best and also sex shop is Look, they right know their next audience. to the Sega Arcade and I can have it as like the best sex shop in Tokyo. I was actually, I was staying right there. There's and a- the thing is, you can go on all the floors I cannot. Is there a sexist thing there? There's like men's only floors, and men can access all the floors, and they oh, usually at like, the top there, two floors women, are men's. Women's no. Floor? See, so there's th- like there's, women's there's, stuff, but, sh- but men Bishonin, are allowed on Bishonin those. Bishonin stuff? Isn't there like Bishonin stuff? Bish- Bishonin is like a, an attractive man. Right. Isn't there like stores for women? Because I went to I one. Didn't see I any went to one and like, bought an anime game that we played. Like Japan is the one place where I don't know the difference between like it's a anime or it's porn or if here's it's the thing the line is thin and, and blurry and it's very pixelated men and women they, I mean, in the, and the thing where it's like is it a man or is it a woman they is it why isn't it both they also why isn't do it not both? give a fuck there yeah. if there are like tits on the wall in a kid's store like I was on the first floor of a toy store and it was just like regular toys well, and anime stuff and then just like in the staircase right next to there just like a bunch of boobs I think and like little kids walking by case of like uh, it's more America's different than oh absolutely because, right. like, absolutely you, you know, you're, but, that was like when I went to I just got back from Germany and like I was at a comic con there and it was like fully naked chicks like for like the comic artists drawn wow it was not like like labe spread but I mean definitely bare <laughs> boobs and I was like, so more like Playboy than You would than not be allowed to do that in an American convention yeah. as like part of your banner for like, um, Frank Smith, he has some tits. Like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> not gonna lie, it was pretty awesome. But yes, in Japan, the thing that's so funny about Japan is like crap that I would never want to keep here. In Japan, I was like, <gasps> like I got <laughs> iPhone underwear in Japan. Dude, Did you see any of those? No, I didn't. The, the thing, the, yeah, the thing that I keep from there that I would just throw away here is all the stuff in the little getcha balls. That's exactly that, what they came out of. Yeah, yeah like there's capsules, machines that yeah. like, all right, wait. you just put... So it's underwear that okay, has so iPhones it, on it? it no, or it, it was underwear your, for your iPhone. It like oh, went across awesome. here and it like covered your home button. So you were touching the crotch whenever you touched your home that's button for your iPhone. Awesome. Oh, I still have my iPhone underwear. Hell yeah, there, I do. There is one I, I, thing in Japan that totally surprised me. And it was, I went to the bathroom in, one of the, in the Sega Arcade and I was peeing and I looked up and there's a screen in front of my urinal. And there's a woman on the screen. As I start peeing, the wind starts blowing and clothes start flying off the wall. <laughs> so, like, the more you peed, the more clothes would fly off. And then you got to score at the end. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude, they I got to go back and like pee that more. And the girls' <laughs> bathroom. Way to tie it back into video oh, games. Yeah, there's the well done. iPhone right, underwear. There's a good um, circle. That's the, the games you play oh, in those Japanese awesome. bathrooms. They, they didn't have that in the women's bathroom, but if you went to the Gundam Cafe, that's so phallic. You pull the God. underwear to yeah, the side. That's what you're thinking. Wow. Who would have thought? Yeah. <laughs> I love my iPhone. Everything is world so we're living in. Um, but in the women's bathroom at the Gundam Cafe, there was like a button that just said start. Yes. And it would like like dim the lights and like make all these noises. Yes. It was sweet. I, a, I made I a, a vine in the bathroom. I have a video on my phone of the, the, in the men's. <laughs> so I think the men's bathroom are similar. You have the, what's the bad guys in, in Gundam called? Something with a Z. The Zaku? Gundams. So they have like the Nundums. Zaku for the women and then they have the Gundams for the uh, yeah. the men's bathroom. And I have the same thing. You push the button, everything goes dark. Like the bathroom goes pitch black. You start seeing like strobing lights yeah. and the eyes start strobing <laughs> yeah. and it starts making this like noise. And then there's a button in the toilet. So like if you have to pee, you just hit the button and it lifts the seat up for you. Like fucking oh, no. Japanese toilets, toilets are the great. best. Yes. Oh, Japanese toilets are the jam. Everything's nice and warm and cozy without but being gross. But you're not gross. guaranteed to get one, right? You could also get the pit. I've never 
never once gotten a pit in Japan. I, I don't have know. seen places with a pit. I've never but seen it. There's always an option to go in with a regular there's toilet. A like, specifically option. at like at the train stations, you'll go in there and there'll be like a couple stalls with pits and a couple stalls with normal ass toilets. Huh. And some people prefer the pits. Apparently that's like how you're supposed to poop because it makes everything come out faster. Yeah, you know John Reisinger was just telling me about his little like stool he has. Oh, he has a squatty yeah, potty. Yeah, he has a squatty potty. Oh and he's... boy, Joel's trying to figure out how we got here from where we started. <laughs> Japan. I don't know what's I going on. I think we all are at this point. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, bet, I bet you somewhere in Japan there's a poop game too. Did you? I well, bet there did is. Did you play? I looked for it's seventeen kuriks. It was like <laughs> Cho Chabadai Gaishi, which is like the table flip game. Did not find that. I didn't find that. But Mai Mai, did you play Mai Mai while you were no. in Japan? It's DDR for your hands, and it's oh, fucking I have, great. I, I did watch people play. It's too. It's packed. I mean, that's like let's be also let's be honest. That's how people used to play the pad DDR games when it was you just get. That was like NES. What was like the sports track game? Go, That's yeah. what you're thinking. If of. you ever like those videos online of like mm-hmm. dudes at arcades that are really fucking good at those music games, go to Japan and go to Akiba and just like watch people play those games because the fucking it's best. so good and you get like the coolest part is uh, first of all arcades are clean and like the games are well maintained and people actually hang out in them unlike the U.S. where it's like toddlers fucking around it's like high schoolers i, I will it's, say it, 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 it's strange how like it's arcade awesome. in america has died oh yeah it's and terrible it's, here it's it is strange and it's but it, it's working in japan it works so well in japan and you can yeah my my yes oh my oh, god man. i played the fuck out of that game what do you do so like, whenever like, the circle hits like where your hands hit those buttons because uh-huh. all those lights are buttons you have to tap the screen but if there's the um thing across the screen you you Push your hand across no, where, the screen. Where, where do you put the laundry detergent in? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like at the oh. end of this, though. I like he's wearing gloves. Like they put you in a karate ring and then Mr. Miyagi's like, wash the car. And you're like, I was all so, about my mind. And Carrie Pomu Pomu was one of the songs that I would play over and over and over. I'd play Carrie Pomu. How do they, how do they, like, how does the money, like, do you give it, like, change? or No, there's yen coins that you put in it. And also the coolest part is that they have, like, co- cards yeah. that you put in that you collect right. points and, like, you keep your score online and right, everything. Right, so you right. just keep it no matter what arcade. They got leaderboards. What about the arcade, though? What you uh, I was I was going to say you said they're really clean, but the one thing is there is a ton of smoking in some of those arcades. Some I went, of them. I yeah. went to one that was like a Street Fighter arcade, which was fucking awesome, but it was just like a cloud of smoke the whole place. Totally fine. Yeah. But man, those places are cool. It is really, really cool. And nobody wanted to play with me. I was Aww. like on a GDR machine by myself. Aww. Like anytime I get up there, all the dudes would be like, I'll just stand over here. It's cool. Because the, they, they didn't want to humble you or what? Oh, I, I guess I just they didn't want to play with me. Were you like, how, how did woman get into this arcade? No, I just, no, I, I think, think like dudes in Japan are fa- fairly shy on the whole. So yeah. how did they treat you? Sa- Everyone uh, thinks that they- I would go there and they would like point at me and call me Godzilla, but everything was totally <laughs> yeah, everything's just so normal. They would point at you? <laughs> no, that's what you think. But no, it's totally they fine. didn't point at you. Like, yeah. So the thing in Japan is like everyone is extremely polite, and uh-huh. no one will ever do anything to offend you. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy how nice people I are. I accept over there. that challenge. Yeah, <laughs> like, at one point, um, Grace, my girlfriend, lost her phone, which contained her credit cards and her IDs. And we knew where she had dropped it because we were running across the street and we were like, oh, fuck, we had to go back to her. We went back there and all of the IDs were pitched under the ground, but the phone and the credit card were taken. And we're oh, like, this is fucked. So we went to the police station. There was no one there. So we like started like going to different stores and be like, did anyone turn this in? And we're like, shit, well, there's a train station a mile down the road. So we walked to the train station. And at the security place in the train station, they had turned it in with everything. And like none of her credit card stuff got stolen. It was just like they threw it on the ground and say, hey, we found this card. So take your ID. So you can go fucking get your phone, and we showed her the ID. What we got a our weird phones. system! I feel that like, like a cool system. Yeah. I feel like there's not many things in life. I, f- I feel like that I don't have a very good understanding of. I feel like I have a great understanding of a lot of things. I don't have a great understanding of Japan or their culture. Go there and, well, have, it's, and it's amazing. It's, awesome. it's incredible. I want, I want to figure that out. Did you go to a maid cafe while you were there? I didn't want to do that. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> it is like way it's too. It's super like a, creepy. It's a, pedophile thing almost it's, it is it is it was it's, creepy it's a it's a like people go there to look at like 16 year old girls be subservient to them and dance around but then, it's a pedophile thing like if i think i mean i could be i could be like in america no, like touching or anything no no no, no it's but definitely it's like, like a weird it's the idea of of some underage vibe. girl being subservient subservient it's, i mean to and not all these girls are 16 you know some of them i think are teenage they are definitely young for for america that's real young 16. Well, but I'm saying like 18, 19, whatever, still, even though the, the age of consent in Japan is, I think, 16, but it might actually be a little bit younger. Um, 
But anyway, the thing that's really creepy is the one we went to, we went to Maid Dreaming, which is where you see the girls on, in um, Akihabara, uh, like, on the street. They're all from Maid Dreaming. Okay. I, I, I thought all those were a lot of fun, just, like, the girls standing around, yeah, like, Yeah, they're in, like, the little you. outfits, they're and they're like, please, Gothic come Lolita to the cafe. Stuff. They're yeah. so cute. I also don't know, like, with the social stigma, it, like, what that is. Like, in America, it's like, here's a place. It's on the side of the highway. It has X's on it. No, if this going, is like... Do you know what that means? Like, in Japan, I don't know what the, I don't know what the social, mm-hmm. like... But you get the feeling that no one gives a shit. Like, everything's just kind of open and whatever. I don't know if there's a... Like, the thing that you're talking about where... Made cafe. And I don't know what that is. Yeah. But it's... You, you go there and eat and eat, yeah, get, it's get all, drinks. it's all clothed and everything. Yeah, there's like, no, like, strippers or yeah, anything like no that. There's no touching. touching. Again, I don't know where the line is in this... Don't touch anybody. <laughs> I don't know. What, no, I just don't know, like, what... I, I don't know. But it is weird. Like, you see, like, 50-year-old men. Like, and when you get anything in a maid cafe, you have to, at Maid Dreaming at least, and a lot of them, you have to do a cheer for the thing you got. So, so, you like, have to, like stand you up? cast... Ha, okay, hold on. Cheeseburger. You cast a spell That's... on it to make it more delicious. Excuse me. So, I got, like um, I got curry because curry is the fucking best in Japan. Can you do? And, it is the best. Can you do any spell you want? No, they tell you. They tell you. Okay. tell you. So like, you'd be like, Magi, Magi, Moe, Moe, cute, <laughs> and then that would be like your. I don't know what Moe Moe means. It's like a cutesy noise, but it, that uh. was in all the cheers. And you'd have to do. They do it, and then you do it, and then you get to eat. So, but it was really weird because they'd bring the dudes like their stuff, and the guys would be like, Yeah, Magi, Magi, Moe, and they would know it all the, like <laughs> off the top of their head. They didn't even have to be told the cheer. They would just do it. Like I'm here I'm every glad, day. I'm glad yeah. you're telling me this experience because I, I want to so know weird. this stuff, but I don't want to go there. So. And they, every once every hour they do like a lip sync pro- performance to like a song. Like all the lights come off and the girls just lip sync to like one song. But all the dudes in there, first of all, they buy glow sticks like ahead of time to like it's jam out with them. Yeah, right. absolutely. But they know all the dance moves so they're like doing them with the girls and we were like the only tourists in there. Like we were the only non-regulars hanging out. Like, oh, this is Did so Did you ever weird. feel like maybe you just wandered so into like a flash mob and you didn't, like the it Japanese equivalent? So strange. Or? And it's really small and like you can't take any photos unless you pay for them Like, the, and they just give you a Polaroid. So I have like a Polaroid with the maid you girls and it's like five yen. can't take any anywhere in Japan. It's yeah. like LA. Like, no stores or anything like we, that. Um, we just, we actually, when I did it for SourceFed, we, we put... Our, our thing was just recording the whole time. Dude, I watched your I watched your SourceFed Japan video before I went to Japan. Yeah, wow, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, <I think> so. <laughs> yeah, we just recorded and they were like they didn't notice the flashing red light. Like I guess button cam or something. No, it was just it was like a five D. They were uh-huh. just like, hey, no photos. And we we're like, yep. And we just put it on the table and it was recording the whole time. Now was it Clever. hard to get swag over there? As <laughs> and I was like socks, but like they didn't want to give us the socks. Yeah, you had to really ask. What the heck? Uh, but you know who you can get socks from? Who can you get socks from? I don't know that that's true, actually. But <laughs> they do offer many a fine piece of clothing. Why, it's Trunk Club. Oh. Thanks for asking. Uh, no matter what time of year it is, you've got to make every second count. And that means looking your best. No more ratty jeans and oversized hoodies. Just cover up my ratty jeans. It's time to upgrade your wardrobe and let Trunk Club handle all the work for you. Trunk Club takes the hassle out of shopping by finding the best clothes for you and your style. You'll look and feel amazing and will always have the perfect clothes for the season. At trunkclub.com slash thepatch, you answer simple questions about your style, preferences, and sizes, and are assigned an expert stylist. Your stylist will handpick clothes from the best premium brands. Just approve of what you like and send back what you don't like. And just like that, a trunk arrives on your doorstep filled with handpicked clothes that are perfect for you. Try them on, keep what you like, and easily return what you don't in their prepaid trunk. Trunk Club is not a subscription service. You only pay for the clothes you keep from your trunk. No hidden charges, just great clothes. Get started today, and Trunk Club will style you for free. Plus, free shipping both ways. You only pay for the clothes you keep. To take advantage, go to trunkclub.com slash thepatch. That's trunkclub.com slash thepatch for a trunk filled with with clothes you'll love wearing. I want clothes that I Maybe to follow it up with anything. I, I bought some clothes for E3. I immediately stained like three of them. What did you oh, say to I went to a what Korean barbecue you? place, and first off, I've never been to Korean barbecue before. Oh, but so it's good! The fucking best. It's so good. And I had this like for some reason there's like a sense of urgency at Korean barbecue. So cooking it in front of you, like eat, 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 eat. I'm like, ah, I don't know what to do. And then they brought like the spicy short rib stuff, and that was really good. But when you're urgently eating something, 
and it's with metal chopsticks that's sort of hard to use and it's really spicy there's like this like ah and i like dropped a fucking rib on my shorts and i just have like this like red splotch on my new shorts it's fine why were you in a hurry were they like just coming at well, you they, like they cook a lot of food. you have to like make room for them to cook more food there's just like a lot going on also it's a new situation maybe i was just rushing myself yeah maybe felt you felt a, a little pressure pressure yeah yeah, yeah. I feel like it's really cruel, Adam, that they put me next to you because you look even larger of a human being. Like, it cuts to the wide. I look like a I hobbit. Mean, you should have seen, did you see the pictures from E3 with me and Joel? Yeah. Yeah, man. It's important to keep well, the audience like, to they the don't know. Too. Well, yeah, that was Joel's choice. Like, I don't want to sit down. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I, I think it's fun to make Adam look as big as possible. <laughs> That's true. That's Bernie had time. a great moment where he, he like, he, like leaned. He, he, he walked in for like a foot away from the camera so that he, Filled up giant, like half the frame yeah. to emulate being you. The one, uh, the one piece of swag I got from E3 yeah. was Ryan's belt. Oh, and you brought oh, yeah. back. There's more disappointing oh, way to find out that you're fatter than someone else and using their belt. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I'm too fat for. He works out at Robot Gym, okay? It's I hard do. to well, keep up. First off, we'll talk about Robot Gym later because I want to know what that is. It's great. But what was your favorite game of E3? Uh, so I really enjoyed playing Dead Rising. I got to play that a little bit. But uh, I think my favorite thing that I actually got to play with was uh, Star Trek Bridge Simulator, which I finally got to sneak in and play right at the end. I was like the last group of people. I'm, uh, I'm excited for that. I think me and you are like pretty big VR enthusiasts And this is here. a game where you're sitting in a chair. You're sitting in a so chair. So you're never moving around. Wow. You're, uh, what happened? I was, I was at the helm of a starship. Drill, what happened? So I was moving quite a bit. If your ship gets hit. You, have to do, da, 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 you don't have da. to do that, but there was a great moment where we were getting pelted. Uh, I don't think we did. I, we were, may not have been the best crew. It was me and, and uh, three other. Well, there one person from uh, the team plays as the captain and you know gives commands to everybody else. Uh, my team, not great. I feel like we probably were too early out of Starfleet Academy. We played a game on play, the then? Gauntlet that was a mobile game. Uh, Oh, Star, yeah, yeah. Star Team? Space Team. Space, space Team. Yeah, 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 I remember like, that one. Is this basically Space Team? You know, mm-hmm. there's some elements of that, but no, it's easy. So there's there's four positions. There's a helm officer, a captain, a tactical officer, and engineering. So each station has a... It's more the like Artemis... Red who dies immediately. Yeah, there's a, it's more like uh, Artemis Bridge Simulator, if you've ever seen that game, where each person has a specific set of roles. In my case, I, I only really got to see the helm station. So I was in charge of like plotting courses and actually controlling the ship, which was kind of a little interesting because, uh, so the whole thing is, was in this particular case, we were using the Oculus touch. So you just had your two hands and fingers. So everything was, and does that work? So I read about this. And it was like a wheel. You turn. There was a, it was like, there was a circle and you touch it and that's how you navigate. All oh, right. Man. So, these the circle doesn't exist in real life. It's like you put your finger up and it tracks your Correct. finger towards these objects. You okay. well in the game. You're, in the game, you're touching the panel. But okay. In real life, there's, there's no nothing panel. there. Do the touch sensors, uh, the Oculus Touch, do they have haptic feedback? So you know when you're pushing something. That's a good question. I was kind of into it, so I didn't really. Okay. I should have paid more attention <laughs> to that. Okay. That's. I got really I, into it, but uh, I, I, maybe I did. Well, there, I was also like trying to do a couple because there was like there was a known issue with that one, where it's like whatever you do. Don't touch this button, or oh, your man. whole hand will stop working. I like, would love that. Okay, so, so how do you I'm not touch the button immediately? About, and it's one of the grip buttons too. Oh, so is like, it really? Okay. Well, it's like don't touch it while you're doing this. Okay, but then I forgot the caveat of what this was, so <laughs> I was just like, oh god, if I touch it ever, then my experience will be over, and I will go home sad. I'm interested to see the kind of depth that game has because uh-huh. like it looks really cool. From what I saw, like the one station was like you were allocating power, sort of FTL style. That would be yeah. engineer. Yeah, um, that seems cool, and I just want to see like what the missions are like. Like, so what we what I got to do in the the demo was uh, so initially we were at we started base uh, the captain had me lay in a course to this other system because we received a distress signal yeah I did it and that's the other thing is you can look around and see other people sure at their positions <laughs> and they can wave what stop laughing the captain had me lay in a course what that was very important it, honey well the captain got a distress call <laughs> the captain got a distress distress call distress call and then I lined up the, I, I plotted a course which in this case is you just touch the star map and say I want to go to that planet uh, and then you have to line up the ship which is use the little dial. Uh, and then point it at the the course on the screen, and then you throw the little. It's it's based on the the Star Trek now, movie universe. I'm a so little disappointed that, that it seems to be a little simple. Uh, so there's like simple and advanced for every station. They were yeah. saying, right? Like, yeah. It's, so uh-huh. we have, we also got to do the interview with the developers. So right now the E3 demo was was a little bit stripped down from what it's ultimately going to be. Supposedly, uh, when the game is ready, each station will be a little bit more complicated than it was in the demo, and will have a secondary function. I mean. 
I'm not so much disappointed in terms of the idea of gameplay. Mm-hmm. I'm just more disappointed that these people's jobs and all these movies I've been watching all this time aren't as hard as we thought they were. Well, yeah, one of them just repeats. Simpler. Usually it's a lady is That's just repeating true. what the, the <laughs> computer says. <laughs> how, how is the, uh, the visibility? I was watching the, the trailer or the gameplay for it, and I was like, the visibility out the front window looked pretty small. Was it small in the game? Or was it's it- fairly small, but again, most of the cases, uh, most of the time you're dealing with what's on your panel more so than necessarily what's out the window. But even someone's while shooting, right? Even, well, yeah, I don't know what the, ta- I'm, I, honestly, I don't know what the tactical panel looked like, okay. but they were shooting at people that we were not looking at. So okay. I assume they have all a on a radar or something like that there's also a button you can hit that gives you just the external cameras of the ship oh okay and you can look around like that that's pretty cool um but yeah no at one point we were getting our ass handed to us by some klingons and uh it did the whole thing where there was like shit exploding over our heads some poor ensign went catapulting from the back of the bridge and landed dead on the oh, front oh man that's uh, really cool, actually. So, yeah, the, you'll get the full... I, about I the, like the idea that there are, like, other people dying around you on the ship, but it makes it feel more alive. No, no the four people... It's, again, it's just like, you know, don't be the red shirts, all right? The right. four people that are important I'd on the like bridge will be fine. I'd like to shine up as a dude who dies immediately. <laughs> and you play with other people in concert. Yes. But it's like, uh, is there a single player? Or is a single player going to be as satisfying? As- they have a single player, and you're the captain, mm-hmm. and you order like AI around to do Command things. NPCs, yeah. or, and you can take over individual stations. Yeah, if they're not if doing you, it fast enough. Or well huh. enough, yeah. Uh, but it's really, I mean, it's clearly it's designed to play four-player. And you thought, this is, and this was a highlight for you. This is like the, the thing that really stuck out to I, you. I mean, I like VR, and I like uh, Star Trek, so it was a, it was a lot of fun to, to meld the two. Uh, it, they have also said that it'll have a campaign though I'm not sure what the length of it is. Yeah, they would tell us. Yeah, but it'll also have a mission generator. Yeah, so it's a procedurally generated mission right. will be at the end. So that's, I mean, that sounds good. I want to I check that out. There's a lot of good VR fun. announcements. The Resident Evil one, like, it looks too scary for me to play, but I'm also super <laughs> interested in it. I want to try it. Yeah. I'm hoping that those there's the Resident Evil uh, experience, there's the Doom experience, uh, uh, Fallout. Never, now, Doom will never see the light of day. I'd want those I mean, you also said, the, and we talked about this before, you said the word experience. That's yes. true. Okay, so, uh, so is it an experience or is it a game? It's an experience. Doom think. is. So Doom, Doom, Doom is an Doom's experience. Fallout's a game, game. Fallout and so is Resident Evil. Four. So Fallout, Fallout. Like a VR, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to hear the word experience. If you watch yeah. their press conference for Bethesda, yeah. they specifically say, like, we're making a Doom experience so you can see all your favorite levels on Mars like never before. And then they were like, we're also making a Fallout Fallout 4 in VR, and that'll come out in so-and-so time. Yeah. Yeah. So they're, they're not announcing that Doom will ever come out. They just said they made it. And they had one station at the show to check it out, and I tried to go, and the staff wasn't there when they said they were going to be there. So I didn't get to check it out. So I'm really it curious to see what that was. Like I don't know if you guys remember, like, two years ago, Oculus had a thing that was like Game of Thrones The Wall. And you could put on an Oculus headset, and it was like you were up on the wall. Mm-hmm. That never got released for anything commercially, but you could see it at events. The yeah. Doom right. thing might be something similar. Yeah, they, they have they have a few like that. They have like the Star Trek, um, or not Star Trek, Star Wars. Uh, it's, it's another Star it's, Wars. It's, experience. it's a Star Wars. One in the it's a Star Wars experience, yeah. and it's like you X-Wing. need like four different computers to run it simultaneously, and it'll never come out commercially. But yeah, I I, I really wish I could. That's like the one thing. If I was there, I, I wish I would have seen the Doom. VR experience. I think I'm going to play everything else eventually. One of the best video game experiences I had in my entire life was at an E3 like 10 years ago with a thing that never came out. And it's just sort of disappointing where like, oh, this is the great, I cannot wait. And it just doesn't happen. And it's like, boy, we're at that point with VR where, you know, I I don't know if there's going to be a quantum shift once the, you know, PS4 Mm -hmm. thing ships and maybe people will start actually making games for it, hopefully. Um, but I don't know. My experience is just like with you, like two years ago or whatever. Um, but I don't know. I hope it. I hope it works. I hope yeah. we start seeing more products. Speaking of things we saw at E3 that hopefully come out the way they look now, um, we saw a demo of Days Gone. Oh yeah! Oh and my god! It looks incredible. Yeah, did we ever find out from those developers? Like it seemed like a headshot. You didn't need a headshot to kill them. Well, I mean, the, in the demo, the guy was going all body shots. I think that's a good game. They're freakers, so they're actually feral humans. So, like, imagine a person getting shot. It's not going to take like thirty shots to kill them. Like, it's just going to take a body shot to make them fall over, and they're out of the picture for now. Yeah, I think it's a good game dynamic now, where it's also you can have more enemies on the screen uh, it was like a flood like a never yeah. it, was, flood it was like a, a fire hose yeah. it was like liquid yeah. he also yeah. dies at the end of the demo so I'm curious well, he, oh, does he, did, he didn't he didn't, he didn't die an, an, yeah. well I mean he I mean, is surrounded he's and he's surrounded and then we he's don't see him. Right, he's totally surrounded, but though. But this was really interesting to me. I love this part. Where they, like, he's always trying to pick them. It's, like, completely futile. He's but trying he's to always trying to, like, yeah. It's, it's like water. But then he <laughs> waits till they get so close. 
And he was, there's so much of this that the environment is so, like, how do we know how to control the things in the environment that he was able to control? Well, you start to recognize the things that he would interact with. It I seems guess, like there'd he, be like, like cuts a, this lumber as he goes by. It seems like there's yeah. probably just a prompt, like an like a, yeah. uh, action button. Yeah, also, like maybe like a QT or something. Do you, th- do you think it was this, really a live demo? This is demo? where he does, oh, yep, there was a prompt there on screen, but it was just really quick. I thought okay. it was a live demo, but boy, that was, uh, it, because it, it was like a live demo. Here's the thing, I thought it was a live demo, but this looks exactly like what we saw. That's what I was thinking. Isn't this what I mean? But I we went and saw. No, this no, is, this we is went to the theater. Than what I saw. Right, we saw. Oh, okay. We went into the theater. Maybe we got the one they recorded. Uh, I watched yeah. a different video online that was uh, maybe it was different. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, it yeah, seemed maybe. But on. I mean, he's doing the exact same things. I yeah. Don't know, maybe. Well, I'm sure he had a list of like do this, do yeah, this, do that. But it was so, all scripted. Yeah. One thing I was really curious about was that at uh, E3 there was a ton of games running super smoothly. And they looked really great, like like uh, specifically like Psychonauts Rhombus of Ruin. Mm-hmm. Like he was, they, uh, Tim was showing that off, and there was Tim Schafer, I should say. Yes, oh, I, Tim. I don't know him that well. Oh, Tim. Um, my, well, he made fun of my socks. I feel like I can call he him said him. I had a nice beard, and it he made did. my day. Um, but he like picked up the toilet paper, and you could see like the texture on the toilet paper, and you could see that the pillows on the couch all had like nice like bump mat bump map textures and things like that mm-hmm. and that's sort of like not something you see on the vive very much and i was wondering like how the, how, they, how are they doing that on a ps4 at 90 frames a second and then i realized that you only required to run them at 60 frames a second on the ps4 uh, vr to yeah be released. well you can do 60 and upscale to 120 you can do 60 60 or you can do 90 90 I think. right but like the the study was that you need 90 frames a second otherwise you're gonna get sick but it seems like they're just throwing that out the window no you can do 60 okay it's uh, i mean it uh, depends on how much movement that, that was also a very smaller environment at least in the part we saw was it was just in the uh, basically in a, inside a plane right um so have, have you guys ever felt sick on a vr very yes. i get super she sick does, I don't. yeah uh, i get super sick to the point where like horror games aren't scary anymore because i'm like just like be over well that's so a I major take it off. thing right yeah we, we, we huge on oculus dk1 we were playing it and we oculus both, is the worst yeah we we both well i haven't i haven't actually played with the consumer version one so we, <laughs> we, we went we, on about Dramamine. with dk1 we, yeah, were, we were playing yeah. it for a few hours and we're like dude i feel fucking sick and then we went and took Dramamine. we're like this is sort of sufferable <laughs> for now yeah like well, you're DK gonna need bonding or Dramamine to and play then joel got addicted oculus. to Dramamine, and <laughs> I've, had now. I've been freebasing it for, <laughs> <laughs> for a while now um yeah, I don't know. I mean, again, my experience was like three years ago, and three years ago it looked freaking amazing. Yeah, and even with the roller coaster, I, I can't believe you haven't played, you haven't used the Vive yet. I yeah. feel like you need to. It's amazing. Well, it's so different. D- uh, yeah, I'm just the, afraid to like let more stuff into my life. And I also to, feel like he's afraid to trust. I feel like I need a room. Yeah, just, you have a room. No, it works out you perfectly. Have a, you have you a room. sell your couch. You have a, a you have a couch you don't money. want. You have a rug that's really big. Just play on that space. You have a room, like your rug. Your rug literally would cost more than the gaming PC and the Vive just to play on. Wow, Maybe, really I don't know. It really does kind of put things in perspective, doesn't it? Stupid rug. <laughs> I'm sorry. I really hate your rug. Well, with that rug shaming, <laughs> thank you for joining us for the patch. Uh, we'll be back next week. And uh, maybe with this, these people, maybe with a different group. I don't know. We'll see who shows up. Goodbye.